Welcome to Tell Me More About Co-Housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-Housing Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We are developing the first co-housing project in Texas, in Houston, even ahead of Austin. Morning, Kelly. Good morning, Lynn. Happy July. Can you believe it's July already? No, no. It should surely just be June or May or April, or maybe <laughs> even 2020 July. <laughs> Time is marching on. <laughs> it sure is. Well, we thought today that we might uh, bring our podcast back around to some of the fundamental work that we had been doing. We'd been talking about the fundamentals of co-housing. So if you're interested, check out episodes 14 and 15, where we first talk about the common house and shared meals, um, both of which are really important elements to co-housing. But today we thought we would talk about shared work, because that's also a really one of the three fundamentals of co-housing. Um, shared meals in the form of, you know, getting together in the common house, everyday encounters, running into mm-hmm. each other, you know, out, out and about, and then this very important shared work. Yeah. You know, Kelly, I thought it would be helpful to start out with just explain what you mean by shared work, because, you know, you've actually had that lived experience and, and we might, all of us who are outside of that, be making a bunch of assumptions about what it is. So could you break it down for us a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There are different kinds of shared work. So in general, co-housing groups have uh, work days where you go out or uh, sometimes they call them uh, different names, you know, of getting together and getting out onto your property or in your common house and making sure that things are tidy and repaired and that the weeds get pulled or you know, it depends on the property. If you've got a lot of acreage, you're going to be doing spending a lot of time, you know, outside doing that work. Mm-hmm. If you have uh, not much acreage, but a really big common house, you're going to spend a lot of time in the common house working on that. But it's the kinds of things that in your own home you might do yourself or you might, uh, you might hire out. But within a co-housing community, you've got a bunch of people and you have some experts in general, which is exciting. Um, so, the other there is, is that it's also self-managed. So, so self-managed communities don't have a, a community um, a group that comes in and tells them what they need to do mm. or, you know, like in a condo, sometimes a condo management association will, will be the ones who kind of make the decisions for that condo. That's not true in co-housing. Co-housing is self-managed. The residents and the owners are the people who make the decisions. So with that comes work, you know, like you need a new insurance policy. Somebody's got to call around and find quotes, get quotes on insurance, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's a work. So what you're describing is, is a little bit of what we might call administrative work. There's also a little bit of kind of housekeeping work, um, a little bit of gardening work. Yeah, and, there's and a, all... and a lot of people like, and that's the strategic work too. Because oh. as a community, you know, you want to um, not only maintain, but also improve your community. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that strategic work is, say, planning a retreat for the community. And so it's kind of uh, intellectual strategic work in that way, thinking about it and figuring out what the community needs. And then sometimes it is strategic work in the form of, you know, oh, hey, we want to build a new pergola over here. What would that look like? And how would mm-hmm. we do or we need to move our trash to a different location. Where could we put it and how is that mm-hmm. gonna work? So that kind of how, this, how does all of this get organized? Well, you know, it depends. Some, you've got a couple of different uh, organizing documents that help you to figure out how your, your group's gonna work together. One is your HOA documents or your mm-hmm. 
association documents. And that um, puts some of this, uh, it lays out some of this. And then your community documents lay out the rest of it. And often in practical terms of like who organizes a workday or things like that, you have a committee, a committee who knows what needs to get done, how it needs to get done, um, and can, can rope the rest of the community into coming out and getting it done, getting the work done. Right. So, so do you just volunteer for these uh, committees or do you get, uh, you know, voluntold? as we like to talk about at work or, or is there pressure, social pressure? How does this work out? You know, what if there's no committee I want to be a part of? I know, right? There's a little bit of everything. I mean, one, if you live in co-housing, you, it's a self-selecting group of people who want to participate. So <clears throat> there's that. So not, you're not having to twist too many arms, but there's definitely participation is one of the, the big issues in co-housing and, you know, everybody thinks that they're doing more work than, than the person next to them. I think it's human mm-hmm. nature to think that. And so, so the people who um, get the committees together are usually the most enthusiastic people who, who want to see things done mm-hmm. and they have to balance the needs of the community and the desires of the community with their personal, uh, you know, needs and desires to, to get something accomplished. So like a landscaping committee, you know, is probably going to be composed of a bunch of people who really like plants and don't mind pulling weeds and are happiest when they're out in the garden. And then you've got other people who are just not like that. <laughs> and so, yeah. That would be me. I I want. I like this strategic uh, retreat that you talked about. Yeah, that sounds good. So, Lynn, you might say, "Well, why don't we just hire someone to do that?" And then the keeping committee might come back and say, "Well, we could do that, but then we miss out on the opportunity to all, you know, sit there and chit chat on a Saturday." Mm -hmm. And Lynn, we've got somebody making lunch. Come on, it'll be fun. We haven't seen you in a while. We'd love to visit. You know, that's how. I, I'm feeling much more inclined uh, to the landscaping group. Than I, <laughs> maybe my husband could learn a few techniques um, before we move into co-housing about how to get me out in the yard. <laughs> Got to make it sound like more fun, more community. Yeah, it is more fun. Yeah. It's more fun to well, you know, that's a that's kind of a natural lead in to you know what are the benefits of this? You know, what are what is the fallout? So I, I'm already getting a taste of that, um, but maybe you could say a little bit more about what it, how it feels different to live in that kind of a world than the world that we, that you and I live in today. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I think about is that um, when you uh, have something that you need to accomplish together, it gives you a reason to pick up the phone. It gives you something to you know, talk about like the relationship is probably built on the edges of that, but it mm-hmm. gives you the thing because if you don't have the thing, it's a bunch of chit chat all the time. And that's mm-hmm. really hard. It's much more fun to talk to somebody about something that's concrete and interesting to, to both of you. So I think that the shared work in a community really gives the, a lot of the um, kind of grist of the community. You know, it's the stuff that you work on and do and think about. Um, so I really like that. The other one that that I think is it really makes you look at your community. So if you are, um, you know, in a in a hotel, you're probably not really looking at their landscaping very critically. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, there are plants there, right? But if it's your community and you are going to need to be out on the next workday figuring out if that bush needs to be trimmed or if it is not going to make it another year, you're going to look at it more carefully. You're also going to look at your neighbors more carefully, I think, when you don't really ever have to interact as deeply with people. 
you don't have any reason to kind of look beyond the initial impression or the initial interaction with them. Mm-hmm. Whereas in co-housing, you, you need to work with that person. So you need to dig a little bit deeper and, and find out what you where you have common ground. Um, you know, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time to, to figure that out. Yeah, there's I love it. Yeah, the, uh, building something together. It's funny because you were like, oh, I don't know if we have that yet in Co-Housing Houston. But I was thinking about our website. You know, this is something where I look at our website and I can see different people's fingerprints um, on our website of all of us building something together, people's input, people's um, criticism of parts of it, you know, where they think, oh, we should have done this differently. And then just quite literally the pictures of people in our community on our website. Oh, and the biographies, you've gotten people to write biographies on our website, which is so Mm -hmm. delightful. And so it really, I look at it and I think, okay, that's something that is all of us together. I think we can all see ourselves in that, in mm-hmm. that website, even yeah. though we haven't built anything concrete yet, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can definitely feel the momentum gathering um, in that, in, in the work that we're doing now. Um, and I think I certainly am looking forward to the ease of logistics of being closer together so that I don't have to be, you know, leaving voicemails, sending emails that, um, you know, be able to just run into people in the corridor in the common house is going to make all of that. It seems like it would come together a lot more quickly when yeah. we want to get little things done. So another fun one, Lynn, that I don't know that you know about is in, um, in the mail room, usually you have boxes. Uh-huh. And so a lot of communities do this because it's an easy place. People borrow things a lot and leave notes mm. for you a lot, like old yeah. fashioned notes, not just a email. And so your box is really useful for that. So it's delightful to come home and find, you know, a little note from a neighbor about something that you've been working on. And it's really lovely. Oh my gosh. So we're going to have like little pigeonholes that we have little. <laughs> no, I don't love it. My fingers are crossed for, for the So little. that's where we, that's like reminds me of grade school when we put Valentine's cards in each, you know, we have those little brown bags. I mean, I don't know uh, if you did that, but there were these little, those little sandwich bags would be taped up at the front of the room and everybody put in little cards and, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that already makes me feel like I, I, um, I wish I could go to my mail room this morning with my cup of coffee and see what's there. So yeah. Well, um, I think this was really useful to talk about the shared work and I'm looking forward to uh, talking more about some of the other fundamentals and doing a deeper dive on some of those. So thanks for those insights here today, Kelly. Really appreciate that. Is there anything else you wanted to add as a kind of a closeout on that? I think that's it, Lynn. You know, I feel like you and I are probably the shining examples of shared work. It's just been delightful to work with you and to- know you through work in this way it's really great well that's definitely the way I build relationships I know this from some various surveys I've done on cultural you know profiling that I build relationships through work as opposed to building the relationship first and then based on that platform able to do work that's been a a hallmark of my of my uh, professional career is I dive right into the work and out of that trust grows so I'm definitely all about that. I'm really looking forward to that piece of it. So thank you for illuminating that in new ways. And as we close out today, I do want to remind everybody, if you haven't signed up yet for the Summer Explorer Series uh, or told your friends about it, go to the events 
tab on our website, get the information there and sign up. We're starting our orientations this week. In fact, we've got one this afternoon and we've got one on Wednesday. And if anybody wanted to do one on Saturday, July 10th, we could do that in the morning, but we're off to the races with our kind of our Explorer summer school. So we're looking for more people to join the ride. Well, thanks for stopping by. So glad you clicked on our episode today. For more information about our project, Co-Housing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about co-housing, we like cohousing.org. We're really active on social media. So check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Co-Housing Houston. And we'll see you out there. See you next week. See you, Lynn. <laughs>